Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to episode 137. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we put together a podcast where we try to answer questions that maybe you're wrestling with or somebody you know is wrestling with, but you wouldn't necessarily find the answer for that question if you listen to a morning service or if you're involved in a Bible study or if you're in a part of Sunday school. So we try to answer those questions here on the podcast each week. This week we're going to talk about a very important question that really has to do with you and I and our relationship with Christ and our relationship with the Heavenly Father. And it has to do with loving Him. So here's the question we're going to look at. What does it mean to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So we're going to look at that question this week. Now here's how we're going to look at it. We're going to look at, first of all, our current situation. And that is you and I really exist with a compartmentalized faith. We're going to explain what we mean by that here in a moment. And then we're going to talk about a holistic devotion, because that's really what we are called to do when we are to love the Lord God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so we're going to focus the rest of our time talking about the holistic devotion. So let's talk about the problem that you and I have with a compartmentalized faith. And I have three things I want to point out here. Okay, Here's the first one. It's common to compartmentalize areas of your life. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, here's the thing. Typically, we exist in a world where you and I have, like I would use the illustration hats. You and I have many hats that we wear. So, for instance, we have the hat that we wear at work, and that's who we are at work. And and in that work world, we operate under certain terms, and we operate in certain ways, and we interact with people in certain ways. Then we have the hat that we wear at home with our families or in our marriage. And again, that may be completely different than the way that you are at work. A lot of times it is. You get to be your real self. That's scary, isn't it, when you think about when you're with your family. Then there's the church hat. Well, that's the way that we are when we're at church or when we are in our relationship with Jesus. And so that's just another area of our life. And then, well, there's the hat that we wear with our friends. There's the hat that we wear in our social activities that we're involved with. There's also the hat that we wear when we're by ourselves. See, we compartmentalize our lives in so many areas. And each one of them, they're the same person, but they really are different ways of acting and thinking, and they don't necessarily intermesh. They they don't overlap necessarily as much. And we're not really the same in all of those areas. And that's really the way it is in our culture. In fact, we're encouraged to be that way. We're encouraged to 
to have faith, but have that privately. And so the problem is, is that we compartmentalize areas of our lives. Now, here's the difficulty with that. Therefore, spirituality and devotion to God simply become just another area of our lives. Spirituality and devotion to God become just another area of our lives. And so therefore, I'll be honest with you, it depends on how your week's going. Sometimes your week is such that one hat or one area of your life will dominate the other areas of your life. So you want to be devoted to God. You want to love him. You want to uh, be spiritual. But let's say this week work is really killing you and you've got to focus all your attention on work or the family is making demands of you or the marriage is making demands of you and you've got to focus your attention there. And so all the other areas really get pushed away to the side. And that's what happens is, is that a lot of times the spiritual and our devotion to God get pushed aside because, hey, it's just another area of our lives. And the third thing I want you to see, and this is how we operate in our culture, we think it unusual to allow faith to guide every area of our lives. It only happens here in North America. If you go anywhere else in the world, you'll see that their whole lives are basically led by whatever their belief system is, whatever their faith system is. For us, we think it's very unusual. We, in fact, we sometimes in our secular world think it's crazy for anyone to be guided by their religious belief system or their faith issues. That should just be a part, not all of it. And so that kind of thinking has crept over into the church. Well, I'll be honest with you. When you look at the command that you and I are to love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you're going to see that we're called to do something else. And that's why I've really titled this next section, this final section, as we look at this question, Holistic Devotion. Holistic Devotion. And I have... Six things that I want to point out to you here that will help us to understand this. Okay, so first of all, from the beginning, there has been a call to love God. From the beginning. So when you go to Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 and 5, this, this is an all-important uh, portion of scripture is called the Shema, and it is what Jews will recite in the morning and in the evening. Listen to what Moses writes Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. Now, that's reflecting a reality that really has been in existence from the beginning with Adam and Eve in the garden, and even upon those of their children who would later follow and call upon the name of the Lord. It reflects a relationship, a devotion to God. And so that call to love God has been there from the very beginning. And you and I are basically called to do the same thing. Now, here's the thing, second thing, the command calls believers to an all-encompassing and wholehearted devotion. 
It, it, it calls believers to an all-encompassing and wholehearted devotion. So when you look at the command itself, it's saying to love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. That's basically talking about that you and I are to love God with every area of our life, whether it's our heart, whether it's our soul, whether it's our mind, whether it's our strength, every area, it's a holistic view and an all-encompassing view of devotion to God, of loving Him. And so you and I have been called to that. You and I have been called to that. In fact, the third thing I want you to see here is that Jesus affirmed that this is the greatest commandment ever. You know, a lot of times as believers, we want to do the right thing. We want to do what the Lord calls us to do. We want to make sure that we're not doing what's wrong. And really, Jesus is telling us that the greatest commandment is this commandment from Deuteronomy. Listen to what Matthew records in chapter 22, verses 36 and 37. This is a question from a Pharisee or a scribe. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. See, Jesus is affirming that this is the greatest commandment. He would also say, Love your neighbor as yourself. That's the second commandment. And then he says, all of the law hinges on these two. Basically, everything there is in spirituality, in your relationship with God, all that matters hinges on these two commandments, which I would say the ultimate is what? Love the Lord God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Now, that brings me to my fourth point here that you might be saying, well, that's, that really sounds good, George, but yeah, I don't know. But listen to this one. This commandment seems impossible to obey. And you're like, yeah, you're exactly right. Because I've looked at this commandment and said, yeah, I'm going to love the Lord with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And we fail. And we're going to fail because we're human. Okay. We're human. It seems impossible to obey, but we're called to do it, and it is possible for us to do it because we have who living within us? The Lord himself in the form of the Holy Spirit to guide us and to direct us. So brings up my last two points here about this holistic devotion. Number one, there is a tendency to stray from our love for God. So we need to recognize that. There is a tendency with you and I, no matter what you say, no matter what lip service you give, there is a tendency that you and I have to stray from our love for God. In fact, that's what Jesus is pointing out to the church at Ephesus in Revelation chapter 2, verse 4. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. When you look at that passage... Chapter 2, specifically when you look at verses 2 and 3, you'll see that they're doing all the right things, but in the midst of doing all the right things spiritually, they've lost their love for Jesus. They've lost their love for God. And that's the human tendency, folks. You know that. You know that from human relationships. Haven't you heard someone say that our love has grown cold? 
our love grows cold in our relationship with the Lord if we allow that to happen. And so we have that tendency. It's a human sinful tendency that all of us have because it just seems impossible to love God holistically. Well, that brings me to my final point. There are steps to refocusing your love. There are steps to refocusing your love. Again, back to Revelation chapter 2. Look now at what Jesus says in verse 5. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Basically, I'm going to focus on three things here. Number one, remember So he's calling you to remember when you did love the Lord, when you were excited about the reality of salvation and the forgiveness that you have, and you loved him for what he's doing in your life or when he answered that prayer. And and remember, as you think about where you used to be and where you are now, and then that results in the next thing, repent, acknowledge to him, God, I've grown cold. God, I've lost my love. I need to turn from this. I need to do something about it. That's what repentance is. And then it says, go and do the first works. What is that? Be busy for Jesus? No. Allow the things that you do to be motivated by what? Your love for God. Your love for God. And allow it to permeate all of your life and everything you do. Quit compartmentalizing it. Focus on your devotion to the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Now, do you understand what it means to love the Lord God in that way? It means to love him with an all-encompassing, wholehearted love from your life as you're totally devoted to him. Finding Clarity Podcast is really, truly just an opportunity to answer these type of questions for you. You might be saying, George, I've got a question. How do I get that to you? Well, there are several ways that you can do that. Number one, you can contact us here at the church anytime by phone. Simply dial 814-236-1622. Just leave a message and say, hey, George, I've got this question. Can you answer it for me? And just leave it. We'll get to it, and we'll see if we'll answer it here on the podcast. You can also go to our church website, KerwinsvilleChristian.org. We encourage you to go there. It has all of our resources, including all the past episodes of the Finding Clarity podcast can be found there. But if you go to the contact page, there is a way to get in contact with us through the web and submit your question, and we will answer it here on the podcast. You can also use Facebook. Go to Facebook.com. Finding Clarity Podcast, and basically we encourage you to like the page so you can keep up with what's happening at the podcast, but you can submit a question there by either writing on the wall or direct messaging us, and we'll get it here on the podcast. Next week, we're going to focus on another issue that you and I constantly struggle with. It's a part of our lives. The reality is there. And we got to know, how do we deal with it? How do we resist it? What are you talking about, George? Well, here's our question. What are the keys to resisting temptation? What are the keys to resisting temptation? Until next week, take care.